banana bread before. No, it's cake. I have not. It's not bread. It's cake. Oh yeah. Never had There's nothing bready bread. about it. Really? Yum. Wow, I'm excited. You're, you're for a treat, Jesus. Everybody, everybody that eats it says you should sell that too. Oh my god. I'd That's what you need. I'd have to sell that banana bread loaf for like twenty-five dollars to you, make that worthwhile. That means that means you charge fifty. Why is it that hard? It's just a, it's a lot of ingredients that goes into, I mean, think about, like, black bananas. Black bananas are cheap. You just got to buy them ahead of time and let them sit out on uh -huh. the dining room table. All bananas are black bananas you, you can wait long enough. Let them get or black you and freeze them and then defrost them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you the, could do that. That's how you got to get the good spot. You got to hit her yeah. said, let them get black and freeze them. Hey! A lot of people just do that. Yeah, that's what you do. That's how you get black bananas. That's how you get the Trauma. good spot. You want them to have that. You want them, them to have that kind of sticky caramel to them. You know what I'm saying? Like with stuff that you don't ever want to eat. Right. That kind of a banana. My grandma would it's eat the that. Strong, yeah. it's, the <laughs> it's the strongest flavor, smell and flavor of banana when they what get to that point. What would happen if bananas like regular healthy bananas? It wouldn't be as good. It wouldn't be as good. The texture would be wrong. It wouldn't be as good. My grandma like, would eat banana, that like Renee eating like ice cream out of a spoon. I know it. Like I said, they've got that brown gooey stuff that bananas get that that makes the banana bread better. Like sugar? Is that what that? I don't becomes? know what scientifically is happening it's, to it. It's like, I think when, it's rotting. <laughs> no, bananas when they get the spots on them, they're sweeter. They have more sugar in them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Whenever they get completely dark, then it's it's a they gooey have the banana. Most sugar. Yeah, and it makes the best banana bread. <clears throat> Except for I don't want to eat a black banana because, like, somehow no. that's gross. Like, even though it would taste better. I don't really like, want to eat a banana that has any spots on it. No. And Trav doesn't want to eat a banana unless it has. It turns to spots. Right, right before. That's the sweet spot. Yes. Yeah. If but it, once the skin goes in like this, no, 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 yeah, no. I don't want it too. I don't want it too green either, because yeah. And too green's not good. See, Doug wants his bananas green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no, there's no taste. To it's them. almost like a it's powdery. A it's and a bitterness. They're too hard and bitter. Yeah, they're too hard. Yeah. It's tangy. Yeah. It's just. It's got a different wang to it when you. It's, I don't want. We should have brought that. a knife up here. A knife. You want to eat some eat banana bread? Like, like <laughs> I gotta watch it over here off the. We've had, we've we've had banana bread, so don't. <laughs> yeah, I make so, it all the time. We're not gonna so kill you for me? it, but your family might. There's like halves now, halves down there. I saved one whole one for Laura. Yeah, that was so sweet. Hard before I came up here. Like, hey, where's that banana bread? Yeah. Oh, baby. Her skin looks so good. Oh, it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at her neck. You gotta know where all the Pick spots are. Pick up her are. neck rolls and her belly button. So, well, she's been scrubbed the last couple days. See, she has oh, yeah, that's a bad spot. Bessie. On top of her neck, too. Dirty belly button. Oh, she's still fat. <laughs> She's not fat. She got, a, totally she got fat. a belly hanging down. Oh, She's man, hungry. she just like runs for that Jolene's bowl. <sighs> she doesn't care either. She's not one bit guilty, and she doesn't care if you yell at her. She doesn't. She does not care that you're mad. She cares no nothing. Because she's not a dog. Nothing. <laughs> Speaking of dogs and dog food, because you know we're gonna grind next weekend. It's gonna be cold. Out Seven thousand pounds. Not enough. <clears throat> and you know we're I'm, we're running out, so I, I mean I'm I'm down to like scraping, not enough to get through. I don't have enough to get through, so I have to supplement and give them a little bit of dry with their with their raw, so that they're you know not hungry to try to get myself to last. So I just want to say, I just want to say this because people they don't understand this and they don't believe this, but. 
My dogs don't fart when they eat raw food. They just, they just don't. So last night I'm sleeping and I wake up to the smell of shit in my room and I'm thinking, oh my god, you know what? What? I get up, <laughs> who turn, sprayed poo turn all, all the lights. I'm looking everywhere. There's no poop. It's, it's just gas. Somebody, oh, somebody just farted in your mouth. It's just my room smells like poop in your mouth. Yeah. from yeah. them eating. You know when you smell kibble. poop, it's poop particles that are in your mouth. Like it's almost like eating poop. <laughs> it's so gross. It's true. All I know true. is last, last night I went down Science. the hallway to go to bed and Danny had gone to bed before me and he had shut the door and the Boston Terrier was in there and I opened the door and it like, <laughs> and, I like <laughs> and I couldn't even scream. See, but I, it was we, gas we from my Boston Terrier. We do not live with our dogs like that. We Ooh. do yeah. not. We're not. We're not really used to it. No. I mean, I'll have my dogs like fart, you know, I have like, it was funny, like last night, like old Arthur, he's usually sitting like behind me in his little special bed that he only likes. Mark. And I'm just like watching TV and I just hear this. <laughs> it's like... But it doesn't smell. It doesn't smell at all. Right. Like, um, you know, if, if a dog does poop in my house, it's like, yeah, it smells, but it's like, it's not like dry dog food. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's, it smells like poop, but... It's not like a fart if they're eating dry dog food. That's why, like, if you if you really do raw, it's like... I always tell people about poop and gas, like, because that is the biggest, hugest thing for me. I don't think people believe me I'm not, when, I'm not, I tell, when I tell them that my dogs don't. Especially and, and you. I sleep with, like, 15 dogs es, in my room. Especially you with French bulldogs, English bulldogs. Yes. You don't wipe your dog's butt. I do not. And these people yeah. have to do it all the time. And I know because I do it at the ranch. Yeah, they yes. come, they come so to see over there. the ranch. Yes. Wiping their butts. There are English bulldogs that come over there where it's like, I have to wipe your dog's butt like seven times a day. Yeah, And not like a little wipe. Like you no, need no, no, to get a no. rag and get it it's wet. It's like a rag and, yeah. and then another rag. And sometimes you got to dig in there and yeah. like wipe that thing out of there. Gross. Nobody yeah. wants Terrible that. business. Terrible business. That's why they pay us the big bucks. I got George and, oh my, the gas right now. I'm telling you, this is my life right now. Why do you have gas now? Get to that. Because Because, she's got because I'm doing half and half. Oh, you, you actually did put dry in. I yeah, thought, because I'm going to run out of food. I thought Why? you, managed, you, I thought you managed that with tripe. I'm not fine. We did the math. You should be fine. I'm not fine. Clearly. I have another. I have, I have two containers for you. I only have two full containers right now. Oh, I smell it now. I know, right? Because your eyes are burning. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have two containers I can give to you. I told you that. I know, but it's Wednesday. I've got Thursday, Friday. I've got ten more days. I've got ten more days. I need like eight containers, and I have two, and you have two. So that tells me I have to go half and half. Now you have farts. Because I don't want my dogs to be hungry. It's terrible. This is gross. I don't even want to be here. (laughs) Do you have like a carbon monoxide detector up here? Because we might die. Yeah. (laughs) Should rip the batteries out of it. Anyway, I can't emphasize that enough with raw with raw feeding, and I and like I said, I don't think people believe me. Oh yeah, because. Because people laugh and think French bulldogs that bulldogs that's all they do is fart. They just no. fart. They fart. And they for fart, most of the people fart. that don't feed raw, they do. Yeah, but it if does. I give that to Frog Boy, you're gonna die. Oh my! She, I mean, she fed Kibble for quite a while. I can't even be in the room with him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one terrible. dog. It's horrible. I'll sit on my lap and just gas me out. Oh, that's how our living room is all the time. See, you because you feed kibble. Mm-hmm. If you switch to raw, you tell Danny you would not have you would not have that in your house. It's not just the gas too. It's it's the poop. I should take a picture of like Daryl's poop right when he poops, and then twelve hours later of what it looks like. Right. I mean, it just. This is the thing that I say about it: is it is if if your the food that your dog is eating is causing them to have gas like that, then 
What, the, what does that feel like? What else is going on and they don't like Well, what does that feel like in their stomach and their digestive tract? I mean, are they uncomfortable Does it feel like they have, like when you have gas, does it feel like that all the time for them? Because that's not good. That's not bueno. Bubs is smelling your banana bread. She's looking. She's, like, she's like, I she's think I, get it if you, she's like, yeah, I, she think I smell something she's up here. She's a bad dog. That's why she ran up the stairs. I'd put it on the table if I was you. <laughs> put it in your car. I'm not kidding. Put that in eyesight. <laughs> Bubs likes it. She likes banana bread. She took bread. a whole one off the, the counter one time, and the second one she knocked on the floor. But she, the first one she ate the whole thing because I couldn't find it anywhere. She did have gas after that. <laughs> your dog would eat two of those without breaking a sweat. <clears throat> without and not having have no He would have the foil and fold it on. Yeah, there wouldn't be. Yeah, he wouldn't tear up the wrapper or anything. But he would have no farts. That no him licking out of that Cinnabon box was just like. Oh, I wish I had a picture of that. Video gold. Would yeah, have been. He couldn't get a picture of it, it because he was too full of rage. No, because as soon as you open the door, like you get like one, two, three, three seconds, and then he sees you there, and then he gets down real fast. Like, there isn't even time to pull the camera out. He's way too smart. <laughs> If he can do that, he's he's he is very smart. Bad probably had to do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> also, with the poop, it's like, you know, if people pick up your poop and you put it in like a bucket, like like we do, and then the bucket gets so full, like you empty it out. It's like, man, I I empty poop buckets all the time at the yes. ranch. So much weight to them, and we only fill mm. them halfway now. But then, like, I'll come by and grab all the poop bags to to throw them away, and I pick up yours, and it's like. Whoop! Yep. There's it's no, like no it's, it's like half half of the weight. It weighs yeah. ha- it weighs half the amount. It's probably half the poop too. Of a of a of a full can versus a full can at the ranch. Yeah. Because because there is so much waste. Because their body you know? uses it. And it's dry. There's no moisture in this. It. It's just like <clears throat> dry nuggets. It's weird too how it gets like that that like mold over it. Like if the your 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 raw poop bucket. You ever you ever open it? And it has like this like mold thing the over buzz. it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. You don't get that with the other stuff because there's moisture and nutrients well, in there. All the preservatives and yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like real food that comes out the back end and it'll it will mold. You know? Well it eventually it's like it's just dust. I don't know about your backyard, but my backyard right now is like really crazy. I have to like I well, I always I always pick up like once or twice a day. Yeah. No matter what. I mean my backyard's kinda smaller than yours, but um and you know, mine mine is my my, my, my backyard is like the raised decomposed granite. So it's not on like the true natural ground, mm-hmm. but even if it was, I think this would be more. But, dude, those little dung beetles—it's like everywhere where I pick up poop, it's like half of the half of the poop that was there is gone. They took wow. it. Yeah. Those little beetles just—and I'll, I'll I'll scoop the poop, and it's like three or four big old little like finger-sized holes in the ground because mm-hmm. those little beetles are just cranking <laughs> on it. Yeah. I've seen squirrels <laughs> just eat it too. Wow. Squirrels will just come by and eat it. Gross. I mean, technically, I don't really have to pick up poop. And when I had that full backyard before I consolidated to the, you know, uh, taking care of the mud, and, and we, mm-hmm. we did that to my backyard, but, like, you know, there could be, like, a month or two where I don't need to pick up. And we're talking a big yard here, like a half an acre. Or yes. It's like a fenced backyard. Right. Well, it's because, like, man, so much of the wildlife will just take care of that. Like, they'll just... You know, you really don't have to. I always do because I'm like meticulous and I do have a couple poo eaters. So. You got some knuckleheads over there. Dogs are dumb. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's just amazing the, uh, the difference when it comes to poop. And that's why I'll never, ever. Poop and gas is why I'll never. Man, I'll work 10 hours grinding chicken meat because I, I, I don't care. It's just way better than yep. the other stuff. So. Yeah. 
So that German, that German Shepherd that we rescued. <clears throat> Rainy. Rainy is her name. She's an interesting dog. You know, she's got the intelligence of ten dogs. She's one of those dogs in there that she's, she's like this all the time. She's zeroed in. She doesn't know what to do. She has no skills. She has no upbringing because she's like six years old, isn't she? Yeah. So she's only lived in a cage. She has no idea what to do with humans. You'd think that all that time being that smart in a cage would just make her just totally whacked. Usually no. that's what you'd see. Right. And she's not totally whacked, but she's very busy. Her mind is very busy. And, I mean, I started working with her a little bit today, and so did Emma started working with her She needs her to be today. sniffing drugs or something. Because she's like, she, she's just a really smart dog. She's a dog that I always say is over there doing math because... You know, that, that's how their mind is working. <clears throat> She'll need an owner who can understand that and work with that because she reminds me of a Belgian, you know, kind yeah. of on the move like that. On the move, on the move, on the move. What are you doing now? What are you doing now? What is this? What is this? I open up the dryer to, like, switch clothes. Whoop, she sticks whoop. her head all the way in there. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What goes on in here? She's the door, learning. The door darting this morning. The door Holy darting is really cow. terrible right now. I mean, we couldn't. We could not even get her out the door and get the door closed. She was doing that at the sanctuary too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, we, we did some work on that today. So, so anytime I'd go in the office, she's gonna. She's, she's gonna, gonna through. So she darted through, and Pinky got her because <laughs> Pinky's got this thing that's in the office that that belongs that belongs that's to my dogs. So any dog that darts in there, you're gonna get in big trouble. And Pinky's got both switchblades out. So she darted in there. As Ann says, she had a murder knife. She had a murder <laughs> knife. So Pinky made it very clear that this is not your space. You do not come in here. But I just started working with her with just a slowness of no, you know, no, no. And she's like, she got, she's got that. I've got that. I've got that. So, I mean, she'll learn like that. But it's just interesting to have that mind. I don't think we've ever rescued a dog, especially from a mill. Well, we've never had an adult German Shepherd before. Right. Well, we and we've never, never had an adult no. German Shepherd from the mill we did those. Think we've ever we've never gotten a working dog because we don't want but we have, Yeah, we avoid the work, uh, that breed just for that. I mean, it requires Especially a, out of a the specific, specific adopter. Adopter and, it, and Working a breeds require work. They exactly. Do. <laughs> they do. But that's, <laughs> if you don't provide them with a job, they're going to be destructive. You've got to make so. up crappy jobs in your house. But then she was cute because one of the things that she would, like, I, I, I got all the clothes out of the dryer, or the sh towels out of the dryer. So I'm standing at the counter folding towels well she just comes in right next to me and then she just lays down there like we're friends yeah we're gonna we're gonna be friends we're gonna be friends and emma kind of loves her so emma I, she sends a picture <laughs> she keeps saying this is not my dog <laughs> i don't want her i don't care i don't want but... her but if i did have her this is what her name she told me this is what her name is <laughs> what was her name going to be oh it, what was it it was like something I could find it. and then she then she sends us a picture of her in the office, on a blanket, next to the desk. And she said, I don't know how she got in here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she got in here. Well, everybody that's met that dog loves that dog. It started with our anonymous bidder, and it has continued yes. here. Yeah. So all of our volunteers love her. So anyway, that's the first bit of information that I have about her. And I will get that out on the page, but, you know, just a, the... Kind of the first thing that I wanted to talk about. With Ardeen her. is what she said. Ardeen. Which is a Belgian beer, apparently. It's the Belgian beer. Her name is Ardeen. That's what, that's like what Randy Sardine, told but... her her name was. <laughs> <laughs> she told me her name is Ardeen, Belgian beer. But that was her telling me that, not me saying it. Not me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. 
so. Some of the other dogs that we rescued. Oh, that little... Was her name Pitter? Pitter. That's my dog. <laughs> She's mine. So this little dog, you know, when I saw the picture of her, the ragamuffin, because that's, she looked like a literal dirty She looked like moth. somebody had taken it yeah, and rolled it in the dirt a whole yeah. bunch. But and... you couldn't tell how big she was. It was just a you know, it was a picture of her face. You couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if she's a miniature. Yeah, poodle. is she this big? Is she, is she this big? You, I couldn't tell because right. there's no, there's no nothing to compare. <clears throat> so then we did the cage release, and I see Wes over like, there, and Wes is like, no, he's got her tucked under his look arm at his already. Face. <laughs> well, because he's like, she came up to me and she's like, this is what I want, and she, I want you to pick me up and hold me, and I said, okay. And she was so cute because <laughs> she just sits there like this. He holds her like this, and he's petting her neck, and so she just puts her head back like, oh, oh you can just. She does exactly what me. Newt does when you hold her. She just kind of leans into you and like yeah. pesters you for more of it, yeah. and like if you scratch her, then she'll just relax as long as your hands moving. She looked you like put her a, down, she and looked, then she jumps for more. And... She looked like a dirty dog that. I mean, she looked dull in that photo. Like, you know, we don't know. Is she going to be kind of feral? Is she going to be frightened? Was she going to be... She oh, was no. giving up on, she, on life. She had 100% self-esteem out there in that cage release. Yeah. So, I mean, she's she was, teeny. Yeah, and she's four pounds. Yeah, she's four pounds. She was Full born grown. on January 1st of 2021, so she's almost one year old. So yes. she's never had puppies. She's... Yes. But that's know. as big as she's getting. She's yeah. teeny. She's teeny tiny. Yeah. And full of self-esteem. She did not think that that haircut was a good idea. She did no, not care for that. She yeah, never that was, had... That yeah. was hard because, you know, that's that's a lot for a little dog. And she was really matted. She was really matted. So I, I did most of the grooming on her. And then Liz kind of finished. She came with all this hair down her legs. So Liz like, we're putting pom-poms well, no, on she, her. No, she came with hair all down her legs. but Except it was shaved like right here already. Like somebody attempted a pom-pom or something. Well, they kind of shaved her face too. But not I good. Could, which I could get. Once I put clippers on her, as to why they've quit. Because yeah. she's, not work she's not having it. Because she's not, she's not good with that. She has no experience with that. Well, she's that. probably only had that done one time ever. Well, it's also really hard to shave hair that's dirty and matted. Dirty and matted. You're not going to get it consistent. But to, you know, to shave a poodle face clean. You better hold still. You know, it's <clears throat> it's intricate and it's buzzing and it's and they, they have no experience I, I with mean, that. I mean, I would be afraid if exactly. I never I mean, the clippers weigh as much face. as she does. Exactly. So... Her, her grooming was kind of a process. Yeah. We got this part done, that part done, got her bathed and waiting for her to dry. And then Liz did the final. And she's got little pom-poms. She's like a little fancy girl. I but she does. Go ahead. I, I was just surprised that, like, she didn't look like once the haircut was done and you looked down at her, it's like she doesn't have, like, a healthy full body. She looked like oh, she she's like, thin. She's yeah. thin. She just looked yeah. like she was way too skinny. Yes. And didn't She didn't look like she had any muscle mass. And like no. I, after her haircut, I was kind of like, "Ooh, man, she looks terrible." She needs a yeah. little bit of groceries. Yep, yeah. she needs some groceries. <laughs> yeah. She's a, a sandwich. <laughs> what? It's a Lauraism. <laughs> she needs groceries. She needs some groceries. Yeah. But you know what? Some dogs, after we bathe them, and they're so unhappy with having been bathed that mm-hmm. they like will might go hide for a hide minute. Hide in the corners yeah. over there. Yeah. Well, not Missy. No. Here she came. Yeah. She's going around looking for somebody to pick her up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you're going to be all right. Yes. <laughs> Because the little man, the little seven-year-old apricot yes. poodle, he's very cute. His legs are about this long. He's really he's cute. Little, he looks like a little like a, he looks like a little muppet, like a kind. little teddy bear. I mean, yeah. some kind of like little hedgehoggy creature or yeah. something. He's yeah. very cute. Yeah, he's shy. He's, and he's very a, shy. and he's afraid. When he got his bath, what he did was we had volunteers in the out in the yard, volunteers bathing. So he went back to the yard. He was so upset over having been bathed that he went to the furthest corner of the yard and just sat there. Yes. <laughs> well, Jen was there, and she was not going to be, ha- you know. 
She just marched herself right up there and got that little man and she plucked. And she she spent the most most of the rest of the day. And she had that little guy plucked under her arm. <laughs> Cute little man. And then that uh, <clears throat> the German Shepherd. You said that she was covered in poop, right? Oh my God! It was just like just caked in in poop. Did she poop s- in her crate? No. No, no. You could just tell her feet when I watched her trot around. Exactly. I could see her feet were caked. Yeah. And took a poop. took a long time Ouch. to get like all that off. <clears throat> it's all just caked under her belly, so you know she's just laying in it. You know, and it, it's pretty common with like the like like the bigger mill dogs. You can tell they've been put in some kind of like small goat pen or something like that, mm-hmm. and they just lay down in it. But yeah. that's that's all just poop. Because they have no choice. And you There's know some... that, like, as soon as you hit water to it, that's when it just, like, blows up. Yeah. Or like that other little poodle dog that was just urine-stained. Oh, yeah. You that, turn the, the water doodle. on, and the it's doodle. like... The, um... We thought he was, uh, like, a golden color. Like an apricot. <laughs> and then that that all of a sudden, Liz is what? Liz is brushing him, yeah, and it... she's like, oh, this is all pee. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like, this dog's not apricot-colored. He's urine-colored. He's urine. And it's pee on his back. And it's not pee that came from him. Somebody else is peeing on him. Gross. And it's kind of like what happened, Ugh, we think, seven, with yes. Mr. Fred, is sometimes you have those, the crates Stacked that are... Crates. No, that's what happened with Mr. Fred. Yeah, There's no doubt about and it. he had all of his hair, you know, burnt off of his urine tail scalding. from urine scalding. Yeah. Yes. So if they're peeing and pee's coming down, that's not everywhere, but, you know. Well, that's the thing that I say all the time, is... It, one mill is not the same as another mill. Right. And we, when we pull them out, we don't know what their environment is except for what we see. So we see the German Shepherd. We okay. It's clear what she was living in. Sometimes we know ahead, like when we're looking at the list, like we know that breeder's really crappy, yeah. or we know these ones are going to be in better shape, right? Because because we've gotten dogs just from, from experience. Them. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, yeah we, we can here. we can Have know what savage your savage gas. We it's can, over here too. We can know what your operation is just by <coughs> conditions of dogs that come in. Yeah, it's like. I, I that was one of the first things I saw in that German Shepherd was just its nails. Where it's just the poo is just caked up to the top. It looks like that dog had just like walked around mud, and then well, that's not mud. And you know, you think about a dog like that with the mind that she has. You know, she's six years old. She's intelligent. All she's doing is seeking what anything. life should be. Anything. Just direction, leadership. Anything. Like, I mean, especially anything. that breed. She's absolutely starved for it. Yeah. And that she lived in that just like you know day after day after day. That's why when whenever our bidder saw her in the run, she came running to her. Yeah. Like, like it's like, it, this is my chance, yeah. you know? Yeah. Those dogs know when you <clears throat> when you walk into the back of that auction house, not all of them, but sometimes you can tell they look at you and they know what you're there for. And, and they, they will know signal it's a, to you from they, across the room. They know it's room. a chance. Yeah. yeah. They've got a chance here. They know you're not like everybody else that's coming back there looking at dogs. Yeah. It's a trip. <clears throat> it is amazing, though, how you'll get a six-year-old dog who's not psychologically damaged yes and having spent six years but then sometimes you'll get a 14 month old dog who's completely feral and shut down right and you know when i'm talking to adopters about that i say well it's just like a person who's gone through a trauma Mm -hmm. some people go through a trauma and they come out on the other side with ptsd yeah some people go through a trauma and they recover from it and they go on but you just you can't predict no and there's an element there's an element a big element of the, the dog that's born of who it is, what it inherited, what it inherited from its mother. Its mother is shy. Its father is shy. It's, 
<laughs> what were those Bordeaux's that were like that? Well, and look talking? at Jolene. Look at Jolene compared to Nancy, <clears throat> and even compared to Mildred. Yeah, they're completely different personalities. Jolene is very shy. She's very shy, and she and she gets afraid really easily. But it's not because I haven't worked with her. It's because that's who she is. So now you take her. And she grows up in a mill for five years. And she's Thelma. She's going to, yes. She's going to be very, very, very difficult to reach. Whereas Nana's would live in there. She'd be fine. She'd, she'd be bounded out. She'd out. come out differently. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> That's why when I see a dog that I meet at the mill auction, Bessie Pearl. Okay. Yeah. Bessie Pearl was like 10 months old when I met her. But even to this day, who she is. If I took if Bessie Pearl lived in that mill for five years, it wouldn't affect her, because she just she's just not affected. She she's fine. I'm yeah. fine. Everything's fine. And we get dogs like that right. out of the mill. We'll get dogs that are eight years old that they come out of there. They're, they're cool. social with people. They're social with yeah. dogs. They're... All we do we we vet them and clean clean all the all the stink off of them right. and like. But and psychologically, boom. they're ready to roll. Yeah. Right into a home, learn how to be housebroken, yeah. Yeah, and, no and, and life is good. I mean, there's so many of them that are like that. Right. And that's why the applications are so important with people being honest of, of what they can take on and what they can't because, <coughs> because we know this. Sometimes we know it in the first couple of days. Sometimes it takes a couple of weeks to figure out exactly who this dog is yeah. and maybe what they can handle. So we know what home is going to be successful and what home isn't usually, you yeah. know, uh, at, least, at least the majority because... Yeah, you know. Well, so, some dogs we need. I mean, even like Gina. Heart. You know, when when Gina was picked up by Ricky, he texts, she's a wild one, you know? <laughs> Which wasn't what was said initially. Initially, no. it was like, oh, my gosh, she's just super sweet and calm. That's why when Ricky sent that, I was like, oh, great. Like, well, what? she knew it was Ricky coming, so that's when she started. <laughs> yeah. So he said, yeah, she's a wild one. So I'm like, all right. Um, he took her to Dr. Reno's, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So she went there first. So then I, now I get feedback from Dr. Reno and the staff. And then she's like, she's like, she's a wild girl. She's wild. And I said, you know, is she trying to bite you at all? She goes, no, there's nothing aggressive about this girl. She's just wild. She's like, well, she's happy and she's getting attention. Well, that's the whole thing is I, I didn't know until I can experience her for myself, you know, so I have to wait till she's done at Dr. Reno's and get her myself. And she's, she's wild, but she's wild because she hasn't been touched and she really wants that. She really likes it. She, I mean, she's so excited. She comes over to you. She was doing it to you today and you're petting her and, you and loving her. her so, she gets and then she starts like now humping. She, now she's going to try to hump, you know, because she doesn't know what to do she's with just so excited. all of that. So I'm working on that. You know, yeah. you need to sit down You because I'm not going to stop petting you. You need to understand that this is plentiful. This will keep yeah. coming. But She's already gotten much better. But like the first day when we're trying to put eye meds in her eye, Dr. D had to sedate her to even look at her eye because she's, she's, just, she's just too wild. Yeah. The first couple of days, it took two of us to get eye meds in to there. To get eye meds in there. But, you know, today, today, I'm alone with her in there. And I'm in there with all the dogs because she gets lunch. So she gets lunch and she gets her eye she meds. she needs groceries. Mid, <laughs> midday, too. So I just get her eye meds out and she's right next to the counter. I just reach in and put them in her eyes. She's like, okay. Yeah, you guys told me that, and I was like, all right, let's see what this is. And I did it myself. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. She's fine. And she likes, I mean, she I... likes that lunch, but you better add some canned food to it, because she's not eating. Otherwise, she'll oh, flip it. Oh, yeah, she'll flip it. 
You put that in their garage. I'm sorry. Well, I was I surprised because you said she was food motivated. Yes. But I was just trying she to just like. Wants good food. I, I had just opened right up and I was like, all right, let you out, and then I'm just gonna get your get your breakfast in now because the lunch thing. Yeah. I want to spread out those three meals yes. in the in the in the in the ranch day as as much as I can. Um, yeah, she flipped her bowl on me. I did hot water. Trav doesn't like bowl flippers. I did hot water in the yeah. probiotic. I didn't Trav know about rage. the can. Yeah. And man, she just made a mess out of it. And I was you like, okay. Can. She eats that whole bowl and then she comes back and her chin's all covered in it. Yeah. Well, it's also good to know. Okay, it took you like, I don't know, 48 hours to get spoiled. I thought it was... I thought you were a starving dog, which she still is, but like... Yeah. She's well. got a lot... She needs to gain a lot of weight. Yeah. She's a skinny girl. Eva loved her. The first I love her. Eva, Eva went and found a little jacket for her, so she wears a little jacket. She's cold. I don't know that she's cold, but she's, I don't care. But she's, I, just, she's, I really love cute. her. She is cute. <laughs> <laughs> she's cold. Yeah. She's a bear. She's probably not cold. So Laura wants to talk about stuff that she gets yelled at for because it's it's well, or that people get upset about. Well, and so I'd like the... to just just I'd like us to discuss it because you know when you're trying to convey this in a text or email form yeah. it's very difficult for the emotion behind it to come with it yeah. and so i just thought it would be kind of a good topic because <clears throat> we're very sincere about our concerns on this subject and i just thought it would be something for us to talk about things that maybe people haven't considered and why it's so important and right well let's start with the the things that will disqualify people which is going to be no from a, and we're talking about from adopting a dog from the right. rescue, right? And the and one of the one of the ones because I saw that one come through the other day was it's the uh, it's the wireless fence. It's the, the invisible fence. The invisible so, fence. So yeah, or we're going to go into talking about fencing. The okay. shock fencing because it's not just oh it's an invisible fence like no it's it's a shock fence that shocks so it, them it, when it they walk. So it is a shock yeah, fence. Yeah, it's a shock collar your dog but wears. But it's a one-way shock fence. It's a what? It's a one-way shock what does fence. That mean? Oh. This is what people don't think about when they think about an invisible fence. I think this is just something that they just don't think about. And explain what an invisible fence an is because not everybody understands. An invisible fence is the perimeter of your yard. Let's say you don't have a, a fence. Nothing's built. It's just your yard and it's you know acreage or whatever it is. <clears throat> an invisible fence, they, they dig um, the perimeter of the fence, probably six inches deep or so, and then a, a wire of some kind is buried in there, and the dog wears a collar. <laughs> and when they cross that invisible fence, it's shock collar. They get shocked mm -hmm. for stepping outside of their fence. <clears throat> so a lot of people think that's a really good solution because it keeps their dog in their yard. Because a lot of people aren't allowed to have fences sometimes right. in like a golf course community or with a homeowners association or something they're not allowed to have that but they want to have some way of securing their dog in their yard right so sometimes that's an option so right. that's one of the times it's used right but what what we see when we talk about this subject of an invisible fence is will it keep your dog in your yard probably will it keep other dogs from coming in your yard? Predators, no. bobcats. Will it keep anything from coming in your yard? People no. coming in to steal your dog? <clears throat> it will keep anything coming in because they don't have a collar on. They're not going to get a shock. So it's just going to keep your dog from crossing that line. <clears throat> the other thing is, if your dog happens to cross that line and gets shocked and isn't deterred by that, 
They can't get back in without well, getting shot. Well, and, and I will tell this story that you know this story. Uh-huh. So I have a good friend who lives in a beautiful home with a beautiful yard. Um, she had the invisible fence. And she had workers there working at her yard one morning. And they cut the power. Oops. So I guess hers was hard wired. And her son was going out to get on his school bus. Their dog ran out. Didn't get shocked bu- because the, the school bus ran the did, dog over. The school bus ran over their dog and killed their dog, and as the son's going to get on the bus. Well, that's terrible. Yeah. No, it's. A, but I mean, but it's one example because people don't realize. I say, well, no, they don't. Yes, they do fail. And every, they just if the power goes fails. out, it's every, fails. everything that every device can fail. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, you can have the same thing with you have a fence, the gardener leaves the gate open. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the kind of thing that... Pisses. Dog digs under it. <clears throat> it's an old fence, it. and now the nails or are kind of loose. I know somebody who, and... had, who had one of those and had dogs and it, you know, had the invisible fence, and eventually the dog got acclimated, didn't care that it shocked it, and it would just go out anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and, and some people would be shocked that we would even consider something like this, but once again, it depends on the dog. It depends on, you know, just... just a lot of other factors and these things invisible fence like many other things or even just defense itself these are tools that we use and depending on the dog and depending on the case there are many different tools that can be effective others that can't so but see we're not going to adopt to that home because your dog is not protected from things coming in yeah it's just not yeah you know, you have a fence that, yeah, you have a failure if the gardener leaves the gate open, but that fence is there. A human had to fail for that dog to, like, get out the gate. Yeah. But the invisible fence, there's no protection from anything coming in that yard. There's no protection from a, a drug dog down the street. There's no protection from somebody stealing the dog. There's just no protection from a coyote. There's no protection from a bobcat. There's just no protection. Well, you think about a Frenchie. You know, Frenchies are popular. They're frequently stolen. So somebody is driving by and your Frenchie's in your backyard like that and they can see it. That dog's plucked up in Mon Craig's list in 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's so there's so much that goes into the, the thought process book behind why we want a fence. Right. You know, or a secure yard. I say a fence and a secured yard. It's not just that we want a fence because a fence could be a two foot tall picket fence. Yeah, we've seen some. Well, fences. with a Bordeaux takes one leap and they're gone, exactly. and so it's, so it needs to be a secured fence. Right. Is it secure for the size of the dog? You know that you're looking for, like right. a tiny Chihuahua. Can they just go right underneath it because you've got this much clearance at the bottom? Right. And, I mean, I had that on one app this week. They said, oh, you know what? We just looked at our fence, and this dog's going to be too small. She's going to walk right out. It's not going to be secure. Let us, you know, we'll wait for something a, a bigger, bigger dog that's going right. to be a better fit. Right. Um, you had maybe. another one recently that they, you looked at their fence, and you felt like that wasn't going to be secure, I, I and they did. ran right out and fixed it. I did. I looked at their fence, and I said, hey, I think that she's, you know, small yeah. enough that she's going to go through that. And so, I mean, it was like 30 minutes later. They had been to Home Depot. They got in the lattice. They took a picture of it. They sent it to me. They said, how about this? Mm-hmm. I said, I think that'll work. Yeah. So, I mean, we're we're willing to work. We just want to make sure that the dog is going to be secure. <laughs> and then the other thing that I always want to talk about, you know, when you think about trying to potty a mill dog, you know, mill dogs, for the most part, aren't house trained. They've never walked on a leash before. And so let's say you live in an apartment and 
you just have the typical open patio that's just open to the common area there's so there's nothing to contain it it's just your back patio and it's open well you want to try to walk this dog out on a leash to potty it you know these dogs don't have i'm setting i'm setting yeah. this person up for failure and for you know heartache and and i'm setting the dog up for failure but the person in the apartment is disappointed because they have a lot of love to give yes. and they would want to adopt and has nothing to do with the fact that they might not be a wonderful dog owner. And so people get upset and mm -hmm. I feel bad, but you know, we've said this many times, we try to just look at, you know, what's in the best interests of the dog, number one. And then of course, what the person, you know, is interested in and wants, but because housebreaking a mill dog is a challenge into itself. And that's a big challenge even when you have a backyard where you can carry your mill dog to the outside to go to the bathroom. They don't make the connection even that what they're supposed to be doing out there. I still have to carry White Way out to the yard every day. What if you had to, to potty him on a leash though? He would he, not do that. My Boston Terrier, when we were like doing, we were having our pool built and we would have to take him out during the day because the fence was down on a leash. Oh, my word. Yeah. You know, White Boy doesn't go on a leash. He doesn't, he doesn't understand potty on a leash. No. And so it was a nightmare for us. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand that, and they're frustrated. Well, because because it's thoughts, it's thoughts from people that think certain things are automatic. They think you put a leash on a dog, it's going to walk with you, and it's going to go to the bathroom. No. And it's so far from that. It's just so far from that being a reality that i mean like Lord. i can't even like when my pool was being built same thing like the yard is a mess i gotta take my dogs into the front yard when the workers are there so that they can just go to the bathroom and i have bernice who's like ironclad house broken she will not pee on a leash outside she will not yeah she will hold it all day yeah period because it's foreign because she's not yeah. going to do that she's not going to so that's not always the best option <laughs> Well, it's just not going to work. I mean, it's just not going to work. And that's and, and like you said, you're setting them up for failure. You're setting the dog up for failure. You're setting the adoption up for failure. You're both going to stop biting me right now. Come <laughs> here. Poor Bubs, I got her in trouble. What did she do? Did she get you in trouble? Yes, <clears throat> it was me. It wasn't her. You need to go. And that's and that's and that's not like every male dog. Usually like that's one of the things that's like it's the easiest way to get your dog to potty is to just take it for a walk, sometimes even a mill dog. But yeah, there's definitely some mill dogs or just some dogs in general that will not go on a leash. Yeah. Like like Paul's Paul's dog, it's Gary's brother, Ace. Um, you know, he's had some housebreaking issues uh, with that dog ever since and probably always will. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Usually the, a, a good way to solve that is, yeah, taking them for a walk. They start smelling stuff. Some other dog pee there. Yeah. yeah. Especially like a male. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, He's macho. That, 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 can, that can really, you know, but Ace will not potty on a leash. Not going to do it. Gary. Gary wasn't a puppy mill dog. He like lived on a chain. Um, Gary loves peeing on a leash, but Ace will not spill a drop from either end on a leash, period. Not going to happen. Yep. And that's, so. I don't see, I don't think people understand that. That there's lots of dogs that that's just a fact. Mm -hmm. They're not going to. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, there's, I know you had to work with um, Diane, the, uh, one of our captains on one of the Frenchies, Pied Frenchie that she adopted. One of those shut down pancaking dogs. And she takes all of her dogs for like a little walk where they're all going to walk together. Mm -hmm. 
And that dog's like, whoa, I'm not doing that. It's yeah. too yeah. scary. Yeah, there's too much going on in that dog's mind for this whole thing anyway. Pottying yeah. is the least thing from its mind. Right. So So it, 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 step one is to get them <clears throat> to even move on a leash. Yeah. Instead of just lay flat down. Exactly. Yeah. But but now once you get them up to to move and trot along with their pack, which that's what the advantage that she had is you got a couple of other Frenchies that this is the norm for them. They can be role models for they that. They can role models. Yeah, that so, can be huge. Right. So the shy pancakey one like goes, okay, well, this is what we're doing. So they follow along. But that doesn't mean she's going to stop and potty. No. no. And these are all just extra obstacles that you're trying to get them to overcome. Like if I, if I have a home to choose from that doesn't have these obstacles and, and issues that we know are going to be forefront versus a home you know, that like, yeah, we're going to have a problem, you know, walking it. It's got to be on a leash and we got to do this. And you're just, you're setting yourself up for failure. Let's make it easier on the dog that we can try to figure this out in the easiest way possible. And there's another issue. The other issue is that most mill dogs are going to be huge flight risk. So not having a secure yard where you can catch them easily, easily. Yeah. Um, is a big deal because, you know, they get loose in a apartment parking lot yeah. something like that they're gone they're run over they're you know i mean that's just another consideration yeah so, some some people just think that like well they just they just don't have a lot of dog experience and their their one dog experience is you know you go over to a friend's house or something like that and the dog's like hey new person come on up to you but you know some of these mill dogs it's like <clears throat> man they may not walk up to you with excitement for like couple months to a year Mm -hmm. until you have to condition that you have to work with that you know i think some people see that like oh our rescue has some like nice looking purebred dogs and just think that like oh just dog french dog a dog is a dog just a dog dog. they're cute you know it's full grown it's a good look it must be but man it's like no we're we're dealing with some with some serious issues with some of these dogs Mm -hmm. there is and and there is no turnkey dog ever uh, there's always going to be some work you put in. Some take more, some take less. Uh, we usually have a good idea how much that's going to be, but sometimes it's like, man, you know, you don't know. Some dogs will react differently from this environment to this environment. Uh, all we can do is test, 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 and keep all that information in our heads and share it with each other in order to give this dog the best chance. But And a prime example of, w- of what happens when we go rescue a big group of dogs I always know who's going to be the one that you're going to get the emails for, or who the one's going to, that's going to ring the ranch. And this time it was going to be that mini doodle. It's, you know, the, golden the, the little mini. F- fluffy mini, what's his name? Splatter? Splatter. Splatter. You the know. one that we thought was apricot. He's, he's, he's adorable. Right. He's fluffy right, and yeah, he's adorable. He, he's blowing through the sanctuary yard like a dandelion. Mm-hmm. Right. Floof. But the thing about it, and the same thing happens when we get like, when we get corgis, when we get King Charles Cavaliers. Brussels. The Brussels. People see it, and it's really cute, and they want it, but we don't even know it yet. Right. We don't know it yet. Yeah, it might be annoying. And then and then we find out that it's like the most shut down, frozen dog of all. Well, now now we have 50 emails or 50 phone calls about this dog who want it because of what it looks like. Right, you don't even know you it don't, yet. You, you don't know who this dog is. And, and, and then we'll have a dog that's so sweet and so you know you just love this dog so much like music um the little poodle shaved that's down, pregnant shaved, shaved down, down poodle and she's at jen's you know there's nothing remarkable nothing remarkable about her at this point but you meet her and her 
personality is just so magnetic and she's just so loving. I said she's probably one of the most loving little poodles we've ever had in the maybe in the history of the rescue. Like I wanted to bring her home so bad. Mm-hmm. And luckily she has a wonderful family that adopted from us before. They're willing to wait on her. They love her. But we're not gonna be bombarded but for she, applications. She got for her. like mm-hmm. two applications. Right. You know? And they don't know what they're missing because she's just like the best. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the whole <clears> thing. <throat> That's one of the hard things to convey. It's like our experience and then looking at them where it's like yeah, sometimes it takes a while to figure them out. And sometimes we think we have it, but it's like, oh, look at this dog in this circumstance. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. And it, once again, it's all these things that we're juggling in our heads and going through group texts and stuff like that. But sometimes you just know it right out of the gate, like my little lion boy, that little wiener, that little blonde wiener pup, where it's just, I saw him, saw all the little wieners running around, and I went. He's carrying a lion. That one. <laughs> I see how he interacts. I see what he's thinking about. I see his soft little thinking energy, and I go, that one's the one I want. Because he's the easiest one. Because I know, you know, that's, that's, anyway, bring him back. <laughs> that's what I did with that little pitter. Like, I knew exactly who that dog was. <clears throat> She's just little, and she's unafraid, and she's adorable, and she just wants holdy all the time, and that one. Yeah, you take her home, Newt's like you adulterer. Take her away. <laughs> yeah, I'd be most upset if I brought that dog home. And Boo-Boo. Boo-Boo's always upset. <laughs> yeah, Newt's going to pee on your pillow if you bring that dog home. But, that, I mean, I really wanted us to be able to talk about that, about fences, and why we want a fence. Just because, again, it's hard to convey all these things just... Over email. Well, over an email, it just comes off like cold. And, and people like, get their feelings hurt. Yeah, and yes. that's the last thing I want. I always want for them to understand it's not you. Please don't take this personally. Mm-hmm. Right. We're just really looking for the very best, you know, situation that's going to be safest for this dog. That's going to help it, you know, yeah. grow. And and also, it's uh-uh. like, dude, been doing this a long time. You know, all yeah, do these. You have any, do you have any idea how many horror stories horror, we have in our horror head? Horror stories. Of just of, of of things that can have been easily avoidable and things also not where things can just happen and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. But we try and mitigate all these potential factors in order for once again, we're looking for best success with the people and the dog. And you I know, feel if, if, I feel for them, though, mm. you know, I mean, you're, you're wanting to adopt a dog mm. and you're, you know, I mean, we all have our breeds. Right. And. So, and we know, all love dogs, and we can't imagine our life without a dog. Right. So so then you have somebody tell you no, you know. And it kind of feels, I would even take it personally. I would too. If I, uh, you know, I would say, well, they turned me down. Well, I'm a great person. Why wouldn't you adopt? I get all of that. Yes. I, but they need to look at it from our perspective too. Is here's this dog that we've, you know, spent our, you know, dollars, blood, sweat, tears, time, everything to get it safe and healthy and to try to find it a home. And then we send it off to you even with the best of intentions and something terrible happens but now there are there are exceptions to this and i always look at whatever the exception is so just because you live in an apartment or a condo does not mean that we won't adopt to you the difference is, is if you live in an apartment to where your patio is completely open and you have no means of taking the dog out side of your apartment without it being secure then we can't work with that but a lot of condos or apartments have their patios are secured with a little fence. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to be able to show me in your home video, hey, I only have a postcard. Well, a dog, a lot of dogs only need a postcard. 
Right. Just to get outside of there to go potty. Right. They don't all need, you know, a huge amount of space. Yeah, that's that's a real common misnomer. It's just like, you know, people see like, you know, someone has like Great Danes or something like that. Even if you have a little postcard size yard, it, it doesn't it just it just doesn't really matter. You know, I've, I've had people tell me where it's like, oh, I've always wanted a Great Dane, but like my my yard isn't big enough or I've always wanted a Mastiff. But my yard isn't big enough. It's like it really doesn't matter. I mean, that that whole thought of like, oh, I need a bigger, I need a bigger yard, it kind of irks me sometimes. Cause it's, it irks me a ton because it's like, well, first of all, it makes me think immediately, like, what do you think owning a dog is? Right. Because some people think owning a dog is like, here's your yard, bye, off you go, bye, slider slam, yeah, yeah. what's the shutters, dog doing outside? Shutters, shutters <laughs> close. Um, dogs are social creatures. They want to be involved with you. They want to be involved in your life. And if you just shut them out like that, well, then, well, they're going to be digging holes. Well, I don't care how big your yard is or what's cool out there. They're going to be digging holes yep. and freaking out at your door. I don't care if you've got three quarters of an acre yeah. out there. Dogs, yeah. dogs want leadership. They want to be around you. They want they, they need to be shown what to do. I don't really care what the size is. Yeah. Like even, even my yard, what is, what is my yard like? I don't know. Probably like... It's little. It's it's little, but it's like, I don't know, 50 to, I don't know, maybe like 70 foot long by like 20? 15, 20 foot. It's not a big yard. My yard is like... like because like, what is the purpose like, of your yard? Yeah. The purpose is for them to go out there, go to the bathroom and come back in. And come back inside. Not live out there or just think that... Not run an just, exercise out there. Yeah. You just lock your dog out there and your dog's like... Man, I got a lot of energy. You know what? I'm gonna do some laps. I'm gonna just laugh. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be proactive. Good thing my yard's so big. I'm gonna be proactive about my exercise and just run laps for myself. It's like no. It's like my little yard, which is probably, and this is just my enclosed yard. I have a bigger yard that I only use like half the year, but my little yard is probably half the size of a normal track house yard. Yeah. And I've I've fostered. I don't know five, six, seven, eight mastiffs at a time. It doesn't matter. No. We all go for a walk for exercise. We all go for an on-leash regiment to walk. When I get, er, when I get yeah. irked with this subject <clears throat> is when people reach out to us to surrender their dog because they don't have enough space for them. Yeah. Because the, their yard is too small. Well, I immediately I immediately get angry. Yeah. And we've had people who, like, they lived in a travel trailer, and it's like, it's too small for I don't care what I lived in. I, I could live in a trailer with my dogs. You take them outside and go to the bathroom. Yep. You come back in. My dogs just want to be where I am. They don't care if we live in a trailer. They don't care if we live in a small house. They'd they probably like it better because then they can just get more, more, yep. you know, on you. Well, your dogs just want to be where you are. They just want to be where you are. So, they don't care how much space well, there is there. That's what I was saying about that first photo we saw of Daryl. Daryl wanted in the house, and he was sitting up on top of a... Patio table. table staring into just the staring in as door. they shoot a picture of him and Daryl's just out there like covered in mm-hmm. mud. Let me in. He's like this. I I want in. I'm the yeah. velvet tiger. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still. It's because they just locked him outside. Yeah. He got big and they were just like I don't know what to do. And he's also a big wild dummy. I mean, right. don't get me wrong. But he's also was it such a big wild dummy it was because well they let him go to be like ten months old and just locked him out. I mean his yard wasn't small. His his yard was like I don't know half the size of Jess's or something like that, you know he had plenty of yard space, but he wanted to be where you are. He's a mastiff. Mastiffs are they want to be at your side. What are we doing next? 
you know, they're an incredibly loyal breed. They want to be where you are and what you're doing. You just lock them outside like that. What's he going to do? He's just going to stare in at you and be like, what's, what's next? What am I supposed to do out here? It sucks for Daryl because it's like you could tell he was outside for a long time. He still's got a scar on his ear from just fly bites mm -hmm. and stuff like that because he's just sitting out there with nothing to do and just you just live this reactionary life. Oh, neighbor's dog bark. There's a car down the just no one's giving him any <laughs> no bark, one's bark, giving bark. him any direction. He's just going off a of sight and sounds. Oh, maybe they're home. Get excited. Look through the door. Nobody lets me in. Maybe they feed me. Maybe they don't. It's just a it's just a terrible. It's it's like solitary confinement for a dog. You can't just then, lock them and outside. And then people will take a dog like that in Daryl's circumstance, and they bring him in, and he's wild. And well, they're duh. like, "Well, you're awful. I put you back outside." Yeah. Because you're not. You're not. Because he's acting like Gina. Oh, you're going to touch me, exactly. and so then they're starved. just exactly. Yeah. They're starved for attention. They're starved for for <laughs> physical activity. You know, you have to. You have to take care of your dog. Requires you some effort. Requires yeah. some effort. You know, take him for a walk. Well, I always say dogs have got to get their changes. energy out. It's either going to, they're going to get it out in a positive manner or it's going to be negative. Right. It's your choice. They're right. real, I mean, even, even that, it's like, you know, you can get your energy out. But if it's not a focused, of, you know, like, a, like a, a focused exercise where it's, you know, if I saw Daryl and he's all wild and stuff like that, I wouldn't even bring him into my house until I walked him. And when I say walk him, I mean like, oh, I have you on leash. Oh, you're going to be wild? Okay. You just sit right there. Because you're gonna think, you're gonna think about it for yeah, a while. Yeah, I want you to. I'm, you're gonna sit right there for five or ten minutes. You're just gonna think first. What are we doing next? Oh, you want to break and run for something? Nope. Right here. Oh, this? Nope. Right here. You this are. is all we're doing. Yeah. You're just experiencing you me. You're just experiencing this environment, and I demand you do it in a calm, non-reactionary way before I even start walking. Yeah. Look at me. I'm gonna show you the leadership here, but this is this is how we start. We take your reactionary brain that you are unfortunately conditioned to. And we're just going to work on it here. And it's, it sounds like this whole complicated thing, but it's really just it's simple. It's really not. It's yeah. really just simple. You just sit here and you get to do nothing. Yeah. You can look around. And as soon as you move, no, back here. Wait. You go where I go. Emma All this complicated stuff that's going on in your mind, you don't get to act on it. Well, you do get to act on it, but I'm going to tell you and remind you. Back down. Right here. And then we can finally go for a walk. And then... We exercise the mind. He's getting to know who I am. And that's what I did before when I first brought him in. And then once we get home, it's like, okay, you can come inside. You don't get to come inside excited. Once again, five, ten minutes, wait at the door. Calm down. Oh, excited, come in. No, right there, wait. Sit, think, pant, 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 five, ten minutes. We'll start to slink in. <laughs> can okay. I come in quietly? And it's like, okay, yeah, you can come in quietly. Come on in. Look around all excited. Go for the trash can immediately. Nope, that's my trash can. <laughs> that's my trash can. He's literally hooch. Oh, 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 oh. And then, okay, he leaves. Comes back. Oh, in the kitchen, a little smell on the counter. Nope, my counters. Bye. And I'll just sit there for two Bye. or three hours. I'll just like read on the internet or something like that. And just, but I'm just hawkeyeing. Goes towards my bedroom. Nope, that's my bedroom. Don't get to go there. Ooh, okay. Oh. Oh. Except for oh. if you're bubs and you and, just go in the kitchen and, and that and that whole it. thing is an exercise where he's like, okay, I can smell here as long as I walk calm. And after like an hour or two, he'll just kind of lay down on the floor. That's a good boy. And just keep reading. You just relax. Get you, relax your mind down. And that's that's just leadership and and, and and conditioning to you yeah. know. 
this is what I want. This is what I expect. And you still have to maintain that every day. And it doesn't matter how big your house is or how big your yard is. Or how big your dog is. Or, or even whatever rules is. you want to set in that house. Yeah. Like, just give them the rules and be clear and be consistent. And they'll, they'll, they're down for whatever. We were talking to Emma today because she adopted a shepherd. She works as a vet tech in, a, in an emergency hospital. She adopted a shepherd that was like dumped or left there or whatever. But she said it was acting a fool like that. Outside in the yard, it's going to do the door dog. going to do the door. Yeah. She's like, we're going to sit here. All day. all day, all day, all day long. All if it day takes. long, so boring. We're just gonna sit here all day yeah. until you figure out that this isn't that exciting, and we're not gonna dart through yeah. our door. And anymore. I'll just read on my phone. Yep. Ah, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. And that's what I started with with Rainy today. Was yeah, you know, the office door's gonna open. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Nope. My door. Gina nope. needs that too. Yeah. Yeah. Gina needs, oh. Gina needs that too. She's she's a bit of a bull. Yep. She will throw her whole body through that door trying to get through it. She and loves you know you. we and that's and that's an important thing to remember for each dog. This dog's gonna dart through a door. Okay. Let's all work on it. Yeah. And we're all gonna yep. talk about it and work on it. So she gets this human, this human, this human, this human. All of them say the same thing. My door. Mm-hmm. And we can work that to a point where you wouldn't even notice it anymore at the ranch. But yeah. when she goes to a new home. She's going to do it all over bing, again. Yeah. That person has to do that too. Yep. We all did it. Now we can all teach you to do it too. We have to do that with and clients' dogs at the ranch sometimes. You know, your dog comes to stay for boarding and it thinks it's going to bust through the door. Yeah. No. Because there's the none door. of those rules at home. And I can exactly. tell immediately, immediately there's no of those yeah. rules at home. Yeah. But there's rules here. Yeah. And those rules are for your safety. Yeah. You know? And, like, they, and, they'll, the, the and they will learn, learn that, that rule mm-hmm. is at the ranch where they go home and do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. You do whatever but you want here, at home. You don't dart But it's not because the dog is broken. Like, your dog can learn it. I promise. We talk no, it's about... just a skill that has never been shown that this yeah. is what we do. This is what we don't do. Yeah. It's, it's like probably the, one of the hardest things that the volunteers have at the sanctuary is, is, is door dart. Is door you have to learn. You know, how to, this, how to you, own your you door. Have to you have to learn how to own the door. And, yeah. you know, it takes a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. dogs are wiggly and they can. Well, and Get some of there. them are, I mean, like Rainy and Gina both. I mean, they're, they're strong. They're mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. And they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So the worst gotta... podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. Who's down there? It must be George because George, George is, is over here. No, I've, yeah. I've had Ed over here blasting a few of them. Gosh. What is it, Rat? Ugh. Have to my animate some around us. I've got to protect my banana. It's like a Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Brown, the pig pen smell. That's what I'm going to do. Put just a Charlie Brown pig pen yeah. around each person. <laughs> oh. Hey, she life is miserable with it, kibble. It, it's, life is it's miserable. It's warm up here with the heat and parts, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all sleeping and relaxed. They are. Terrible. Terrible Terrible business. business. <laughs> but Edie is small and fast If you if you, going through the gates, too. If you, if you don't look, she'll... White boy at my house. White boy is a ninja. Lamont. Yeah. Oh, Lamont's Lamont. terrible. Oh. He's a bad boy. You know Dang, what? Because, he's, because he's bad take your for ankle everything. Out. Yeah. He's bad for everything. Yeah. No, I go too. I go too. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock your leg out. Terrible. No, I go. He, he's nothing on white boy. White Lamont. boy is like fast and hard, like through that door. Olivia's like fast cute too. baby. Yeah. Yeah. And Bessie. Bessie does the same thing. And there's different reasons and kind of modes for that. When it comes to white boy, white boy's just like, oh, I'm so nervous. He's nervous. Oh, he's going to throw his whole, I need to go, mama. 
Yeah. He says that like to come in the door. My dogs are outside eating or something, and it's time to come in. And I'm not ready for you to come in. I'm just opening to go outside for myself. Mm -hmm. And it's like boom. He's like past me, and he's like a bull, and he gets right past me because he's nervous and he needs to go get in the in In the the laundry dryer. But Lamont Lamont is just like, no, I go. I go. I go. I I go where I want to go, Mama. I go with my Mama. Pee on the table, Mama. Just pee on the vacuum. Push you right down. Just terrible. He's a terrible dog. Oh, he's the best dog. He's the best dog. He's he so terrible. Boy. He just wants your love all the time. Mm-hmm. He wants me to never leave. If I just stayed home every day, that would be his gem. Yeah, he's giving you clear, clear messages that, like, yeah, if you leave, I'm gonna put on your table. So just yeah. don't leave. Just stop doing. He would that. never. He would never do that if I was home. Never. But yeah, there can be you know just a, a lot of similar seeming behaviors, but. The mentality of what the dog is doing behind it. This once again this is just all the things that we that's spinning around all of our heads. Yeah. And and we know this, like the difference between White Boy and Lamont for doing the same thing. Well, one dog does it for one reason, the other does it for another. And they both need different conditioning or training exercises to just go ahead and get past that. Yeah. Gina's doing it because she doesn't want she wants us. Oh yeah. she yeah, she finally got affection and now she's now like she's not, oh. she's not, it's not separation anxiety because she's not like digging at the door to get to us. She no, just wants, she just wants to go and where she's you never go. Yeah. had any yeah. fetching up what's she, Yeah, life. she's finally been given like love and leadership and she's like, no, yeah. don't go. She thinks yeah. if you go through that door it seems the last time that she's ever had that. But yeah, she's not one of those separation anxiety where she's gonna like scratch and paw at the door like a wild animal trying to get like to you like that. She just wants to she just needs to know what the routine is and she can easily, easily learn. We have had way worse than her. Yeah. Like, way worse. Yeah. We have clients dogs that are worse than her. Yes, yeah. we do. I was trying to make all the Thanksgiving reminder calls today and just outside the door I have a client's dog that's just barking, 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 barking the whole time. It's not like it's his first time there. He's been there literally hundreds of times. It's always hard when it's a Dane. He can look through the window, so he actually knows. Exactly. He actually yeah. knows what's going on in there. You guys just standing there, telling your reader. What about me? Slam, slam! It's like, is this dog gonna jump through the window? It's not gonna break the window. I remember when y'all was it a Great Dane? It was a, like a big dog, like a Great Dane, and he would get up on the counter, counter. stand yes. up on the counter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big Jake. Jake. <laughs> Yeah, he that was just jumps sight. up there like a jungle cat. He's just little. Yeah. Did you see the one we had last week that drinks yeah, out of the yeah. faucet? I love that all day. <laughs> That's Olympus, right? Yeah. yeah. He learned that at home. She told I talked to her on the phone about that. She's like, yeah, he does that at home. And that well, was... we used to have a Dane when we first opened the ranch. Remember yep. JR? And he would turn it on. Yeah. 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 He'd turn it on, get himself a drink, but he doesn't shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks away. Yeah, he would just walk by in the faucet on. Like, it took us a while to figure out why. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, you. He was a super Smart Dane too, but nobody nobody ever worked with him. No. I mean, his his owner was like she was a single lady, five foot tall, yeah. one hundred and twenty pounds, and she's older. And so her Jr. was just like, whatever you want to do, Jr. <laughs> and so you know, when it comes to working with one. him, and it's like. I remember when he first came, it's like he touches ears and he's like, it's going to like bite at you. You put a leash on him, he's just going to flop on the ground and just bite at yes. you. And so I just worked with him and worked. I mean, he was perfect for me. I can get him to do anything that I wanted. He yeah. was, you know, after just a couple months, he was just perfectly well behaved because we watched that dog a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one of the first times it showed me like, okay, you got nothing at home. So let me show you how we're, how we're going to be here because... Bub, she's got your banana bread over there. Oh, that's it. <laughs> and yeah, some of those things, it's like you can you can teach these dogs pretty quickly, like what it is I expect of you in my space. 
That's why I was always chuckle too. It's like people ask me, it's like, do you offer a training program at the ranch? It's like, I'm training your dogs all day long, but I don't offer anything specific. <laughs> That's to what I you. say too. Like your dogs are gonna <clears throat> learn a lot of stuff when they're here, but that doesn't yeah. really mean it's gonna translate. I don't want to teach you home. stuff. Yeah, That's I'll why teach your dog know. whatever. Yeah. I'll just hang out with your dog, but yeah. like teaching it to you and the specific personalities. Kind of and, well, that's one of the, one of the. Training that's why people get paid for people, that. When people <laughs> take their dogs to a training place and drop them off for several weeks for training. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Because. I don't even know how you could do that. I, it's well, just, to me, it's I mean, just, your it, dog might come away with, like, knowing what sit means and maybe know how to walk on a leash. But as far as manners go and in your house and all, basic they're, not gonna, they're not going to get any none of that. None of what they learn, supposedly, in this two-week camp where they're there and you're not there, none of that's going to translate when they get home. So it's just not throwing, at all. Because, just because the number bills. one thing is yeah. when you're when you're working with your dog when you when you go to a training class let's say you go to an obedience class what the trainer will tell you is I, the training is is to train you yeah it's not to train the dog it's to train but you. it's also to build the relationship between you and that dog i know but you as yeah, the human, you guys figure you it out the, together yeah. you as the you human do not understand how to communicate to this dog Right, it's not like it's not like they take the dog to training and they sit it in a class and they say, "Now, Fluffy, okay, your mom doesn't want you to go through the Here's door." A and your mom, mom These you know, things she yeah. your want. kids yeah. are little at home, so you need to not like wiggle and climb on them. And, the, and like the dog's sitting there with a check, you know, a checklist of like, well, okay, sure, we're I understand. Do this, and we get this, and he goes home and he's just like, "Yeah, okay, these are the rules." Like, this is things that you have to communicate. to Your the dog. dog learns from the guy that was training him, but when he goes back to your house. That doesn't you know, because the, because train the trainer him. knows how to communicate with your dog. Yeah. You don't. Well, I bet you yeah. if you took that dog back to the trainer after a year in its house, the dog would behave perfectly because yeah. that relationship's already established. And I mean, that's... just the subtle, the subtleness of explaining to people, you know, what what your dog is communicating to you with just its ears, the way it moves its ears, ears this way, ears that way. What does that what mean? Does this that, mean what this, these are all things. What's the tail? What's the tail doing? What's the position of the tail? What's the dog saying by all of that? People don't know. And it's ba- it's just basic. Basic, basic stuff. It, it's hard for us to, like, remember that other people don't see the same things that we're exactly. seeing. Because that's so ingrained and just... Right. Like, I, I'm, you know... And that's just animal behavior, too. Like, I, I watched the show that's about horse behavior, where, she, I mean, it's fictional, but she's, uh, like, a horse trainer, whisperer kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's the same stuff. You can I can see it in a horse. I don't know anything about horses, but I can see it in the horse. I can see its body language is this, or it's this, or it's coming. You know, you, j- you just know what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what you're looking at, then you know it's you're gonna horses. Have a horses time. scare me when I see that. When I see <clears throat> horses, horses are terrifying. approach me and they pin their ears, I'm like, I don't know, but that just doesn't feel good. Because you know what? Doesn't... You know what? There's no dog that. I mean, I say this, but like, there's no dog that can like kill me or like cause me grievous because I'll just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna submit you to the ground but like a horse like no a horse could kill you with a thought yeah. with a twitch of its leg a horse could kill you yeah a horse is terrifying there's people that probably kick. feel that same way yeah. about dogs well, they have I that get... same terror for a dog yeah. and it's all about reading behavior you and, don't know what and, you're and looking really, at like it's a wild it, card when it comes to reading that the behavior what, what we see it's like okay ears this way you know we truly know what that dog is going yes. through what's going on through its mind you know, I can tell somebody else it's like, what's oh, thinking this or thinking that. Some people will just kind of like not believe you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because because you don't know like inside the emphasis of that being true in that moment for what the behaviors are, exactly. whatever the behavior is. Yeah. That's like 
that's like, I mean, the sky is blue type stuff for us. Right. You know, somebody else can kind of, okay, maybe it's, you know, yeah, okay. But like that, that emphasis it's or not that. Si- it's not that, psychic behavior. No, it, no. It's, 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 it's not me guessing or like my ego running amok. You know it's, it's like, like no, it's like, it's like is... watching cars driving on the freeway. You, you can see the way cars move and you can know like this car is like going to drift out of its way. Yeah. This person's it's a grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. This, person's this person's not paying attention. This person's like, really nervous. Yeah. This, and, and you see that and you know, and you know it. You know it's true. But when you see that kind of, it's. I think yeah. it's the same thing. It's, it, it, it kind, kind of is. That's, that's a, a good analogy. A similar yeah. analogy. Yeah. 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 It's like when you used to ride a bike on the freeway and you had to watch cars. And there was I wrote this one magazine, Easy Riders or something, but it was a list of people to watch out for. When you see them in front of you, one of them was old men with hats on. Oh, they don't... I mean, all of us as drivers know that. Yeah. You see grandpa's dad, dad. dad. You yeah. got, the hat, got the hat on, you still need to go around. Yeah. yeah. Just, but, but, she, there's, but if you're on a bike, that's far more dangerous. Watch. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if you're on a bike, like you say, it's dangerous. Yeah. <clears throat> or the 18 wheeler that's constantly drifting over into your lane. Sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's drifting in my lane, I, I'm getting around. Anybody here. drifting, like, nah, we're just going to, yeah, we're just yeah. going to avoid this. Drifting is no the bueno with your kitty over there. Kitty? Oh, kitty! We're driving along. <laughs> Hi, kitty. Where did he go, kitty? <laughs> oh, kitty. Come here, see. She's not gassy because she eats such a little amount that, that there's plenty of raw for her. Well, there probably is. <laughs> she would eat more if she didn't have to sit in her private booth. She would eat all I would give her. <laughs> Until she was sick and couldn't get up. Exactly. And then she would try to shimmy your body over to the You're so cute, kitty. Eating is a fabulous thing. Huh, yeah, I remember you telling me that when I was a kid. I think it traumatized me, scarred me for life. Like we had, You always had schnauzers and they're like, Schnauzer will eat until they die from eating. <laughs> so you can't you true. can't leave food out. You can't leave a bag of food on the fridge. Put it away because that schnauzer will eat until they die. Because my first schnauzer, Hannah, I wasn't she, home. She got into a, a twenty pound bag of dog food. She ate half of it. I'm not kidding you. She ate half of it. She couldn't she was, move. Uh, yeah, she couldn't move. <laughs> That's what I'm it must have been. It must, it must not have been a story you told. Her. It must have been I remember that happening. Yeah, I'm thinking I she's. I, I, I think happening. she's going to. So die. like what a horse would do, found her and yes. they're just gonna. Mm-hmm. Terrible. That dog ate so many. She ate a tube of desitin one time. Ooh, I remember that. A tube of desitin. What's bad with that? That, that was like a metal line tube. Well, it was yeah. then. I don't know if that's still made. I think that no, it was metal. Thing. It was a metal tube when that when it that happened. It was metal. Yeah. So I mean, I called Charmin because luckily I, it was like Dr. D, my friend. I could call her like you know middle of the night or something. And she's like, give her bread. Just yeah. give her mm-hmm. bread. And, you know, naturally she'll eat it because she'll eat anything. I don't care if she's on death's door. She'll eat anything. Yeah. So I just had to load up her belly with bread to try to... Desitin is so nasty. Well, I, I think she said bread because it was metal tube. And if there's something sharp and jagged in there, something it'll get stuck in the bread. To, and then, yeah. then they'll no. pass it and it'll be okay. And then one time she ate the kid's whole Easter basket. She got on the... I was so mad. I'll never never forget this. This is before you had a camera in your hands all the time. It was like Easter grass that drew her to it or something. One time I come into the kitchen and she's on the chair at the kitchen table. And she had put her face in to get like the big thing of cottage cheese. And she hears me come in and it goes like this. And she's just got the whole thing. (laughs) She got like a now, whole a whole bag of chocolate chips one time. No, too. she ate a whole a whole batch of chocolate chip cookies. 
And I blame Buick because Buick uh, got it down for her. But once he got it down, she's like, you get out of the way. You, you've <laughs> got nothing, mister. Because, she just used him. Yeah. She just seemed to just be like, him just going, whoo, scooby yeah, do so away. Because she was a thousand percent in charge. That's so. like if if it had been on the ground with Honey Boo Boo and Diggity Dog. Diggity Dog was smart and kept it up on top. That's, That's right. right. Oh you don't bring it down, you dummy. He's not, <laughs> the first dog that we had was Butch. He was a golden retriever. And for some reason, we had a, we would. This was way would, back in the day when you had like bacon, bacon grease in your pan, and you just put it in like a, a fold. She would, she, pan, she had like put a it one, under the sink, like a one, like a, oh, a, a, this a is one, me rich. a one pound coffee can, and we would just, for some reason, we put it under the sink, and he got into that one time, and yeah. oh my god, the diarrhea! Oh, oh my god, god. bacon oh. diarrhea! No thank you, no thank you. Bacon was, grease diarrhea. Bacon grease was, diarrhea. Oh. Lubricated all the way through. It went greasy, and it came out greasy. Ready for his colonoscopy. <laughs> my, my parents always told the story when they were young. They had two dogs, two wire runners. There was name was Duke and Duchess, and they they got into a, a a five pound box of seized candy, and they ate the whole thing, and they just just really expensive shit. by the way. Just, <laughs> I bought one. They, they just shit all over the walls. Oh no. You know, cuz terrible business. Terrible. <laughs> and that's what Butch did in my kitchen. Why do they yeah. always do it in the night? That's what I want to know. Why do they always do it in the night? I don't know. That's don't. They weren't home and they they came back and Boof. you opened the door and, and they saw hit you. it. Yeah. I had Louise, you know, like you're going to make cookies and you put the butter like she was out on the sill to like you know, get to room temp or something. She just eat it. I'm she just eat the sticks steel of butter. butter. I don't care if I all the time. My kitchen oh. island. She's a butter taker. Butter eater. Yeah, yeah. Just eating the butter all the time. One time I came home and she we had left like the bag of powdered sugar on the counter or something. She got up there and pulled the powdered sugar down. So now there's this powdered sugar like all over your kitchen. Kill me now. Gross. Well, one of the scariest things that I had. I had the whole turkey carcass. That was oh, here. yeah. That was with donkey. Donkey. Didn't and the that... turkey carcass was in the trash, in the trash bag tied yep. up. Did he get pancreatitis from that? No. But it was but it was possible, right? It didn't bother him. It was it, the bones that you're worried about. The bones are worried about. Yeah. Well, all of the bones. Yeah. He ate the whole thing. Cooked bones. Cooked so this bones. is like a 20 The whole pound carcass. Bird. The wow. whole carcass of cooked bones. He ate them all. He ate them all. He liked it. Sure and I, I, you know, I get Dr. D on the phone and she's like, bread, bread, bread. pile of bread. Wine rolls. He likes and he's what? like, party. Yeah, he sucked that up. It was, was a great day of my life. It was a, re- it was a reward for you, Dr. It was bad boy. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Not more often. He never even got diarrhea from that. I thought he was going to die. I th- when, I, you, when you said he ate that, that I thought he, those bones are just going to go through there. Yeah, just I, cut I, him I figured we were going straight to the ER. They're going to have to cut him open and take all those bones out. No, nope. nope. bread. He's fine. Normal the next day. He's like, I'm good. <laughs> some dogs, they just have a cast iron gut like that. That's diggity dog, but man. There's yeah. some, no other, what he there's eats, some he, other dogs, too. Where he it's ate like, those cinnamon rolls that was like probably the mass of his whole head. He ate the whole thing. He didn't poop for like two days, and it was like a normal, regular poop. There's no gas. There's no nothing. But there, there are some dogs where it's like, your dog's dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your dog's gonna die. Yeah. yeah, so it's just genetic luck, I guess. Sometimes, like that's Bessie. I'm sleepy. You wouldn't do that, would you? You don't do that. You're a good girl. Peggy looks so cute in her pink You're a good collar. Girl. Oh, You're a good girl. my old mama, Peggy. Can't hear a damn thing except for if it's a chicken. <laughs> No, she sees the chickens. She likes to bounce around the outside of them. 
Okay. I got so many dogs that can't hear. It's just it's it's kind of crazy. Marco really liked those chickens too. I didn't know how he re- he would react to that, but yeah, he's like, who thought that was? Yeah, really he thought those were pretty exciting. Yeah. I think I think Nana's would probably go for those chickens. Yeah, I think that was fun. She likes to chase bunnies in my backyard. Yeah, I don't know if he would chase them. He they were just beeping and moving around. He's like, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? But the majority of dogs are gonna put one in their mouth. That's what they're gonna. Ripley totally would always. She like, was always really interested in them and would chase them, but she would only just boop them with her nose. She never put her oh, mouth. I would never let any dogs near near my birds like that. Oh, you never, you a, never know uh, what they're gonna do. Yeah. <clears throat> we had a new. A new employee leave one day, and he uh, he murdered a squirrel with his car. So, like on purpose, yeah. He was a kid. He's a kid. <laughs> no, was a kid. But uh, but we've not let him live it down. I, oh yeah, we, we we continually remind him of he's, it. He's the butt of jokes. And uh, so he's the, he's I refer to as the squirrel murderer. Daryl Daryl's just like high energy right now. I think he just knows that in this time of year, I walk him and run him like all the time. It's cooler mm-hmm. um, because the whole summer has passed where I can't walk him really as much because yeah. it gets so hot so fast. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So I'm walking Daryl like all the time. I'm walking him at night. And so I thought like, I'm going to take him up there because I know that squirrel's just dead on like literally our, our driveway. And I always walk Daryl on leash anyway, usually, unless I run him. But like, man, I just wanted to see like, I haven't really had to work with Daryl like on leash regiment with stuff because he's always like so good. Um, but man, walking him up there to like see that squirrel on the ground, he is like out of his mind. <laughs> and I tried that and I'm just using like a, like a cloth, like a cloth lead. Uh, like a super thin one, and I'd just try and put him in a sit and just make him sit and deal with it. And I'd sit there for five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. He, he just can't. Yeah. I just I just <laughs> needed a different lead. I needed more of a correction because he's just. And Daryl is like, he's a big he wants old. To put it in his mouth. He's he a big old muscle bound tiger. Oh yeah, when I first kind of I thought I could walk by it because it was like it's kind of dark. <laughs> Hit his nose and he's like roll. You can and blindfold he, like, him. He's almost gonna know it's got there. it in his mouth, and then I pulled him. Just like kept walking, just keep walking, and then walk away, and then walk towards it. He gets excited, one eighty, turn back, th- and just did that, and did that, and did that, and then tried to get him closer. Sit, think about. Man, he's just like he wants a squirrel. Remember he that time not... he was in, he was staying with me. Oh yeah, just and I had a taunting, Darryl, a taunting squirrel yeah. back there. He really close because squirrels i think squirrels know he's not that smart and they tease him <laughs> they tease him they make they, they make that noise they go they do they do they taunt they do it in the ranch yard they in my backyard they that, yeah. and they'll like throw nuts at him and it makes him, <laughs> it makes him lose his mind he's like how <laughs> you know we have he thought so, he was going to enact his revenge on the dead squirrel so, on the yeah he was so mad uh, I have so many videos of like squirrels just like literally balking and, and throwing stuff at him and they do their tail at the oh, same yeah, time fluffy they're doing tail, that yes. fluffy tail. Yeah, that's what it was doing in my backyard and it it was doing that, you know, in a, from a safe distance in the backyard, and he's so mad, and he's like jumping in the air at it, and then it slipped and it fell, and it was like, oh, he almost he got almost it, got almost. It. <laughs> Which adds to the excitement. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, like, just, yeah. Now it's just even more built up in his mind. And then every time you open the door, he's like back to that spot, like yes. looking. Where's his squirrel? Well, that's why the husky was in the tree last week. That. Oh, totally. Yeah, I saw that photo. I was like, "Oh, okay." There's yeah. a squirrel in the tree. He's just like, "I'm gonna get up in there. I'm gonna get that squirrel." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have that suicidal squirrel that comes down from the tree and runs across the yard real quick, and then goes up another yeah. tree. And then they get up at the top and they go. No, that's the sound. You know how on the top of some fences there's a, like a, like a little pathway. There's a board. Yeah. It's a flat board. It's so mine. They run the board. Oh yeah. And so then it makes my Boston Terrier run the fence line because mm-hmm. they get up there, make that noise, mm-hmm. shake that tail, and then he follows, <laughs> and then they jump to the tree. Yeah. Squirrel yeah. entertainment. They don't have nothing else to do. 
to run across the the fence by the opening of the ranch the office. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. flat, they'll run back and forth. They trot all back the and time. forth across that too. The dogs know down there. But the brave ones run across the yard when they know there's dogs out there. That's just crazy. It's like they're playing a like suicide wish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you run across the yard now. So, We've yeah. never had a dog catch a squirrel, ever. Never. No, no we didn't have yard. a dog catch a bunny, though. Yeah. Well, Jean, Jean Gray. Yeah. She those, bunnies were, those bunnies were just, they were babies. We're they were just going to describe that the way that she did it. It was amazing. It was amazing. She did it, like, I'm going to get a picture of it, because it's already dead. She's got it in the mouth, but... She got it in the. She we could see that she was out there hunting them. So you know, look at them. You can't get them or something. And then sure, sure enough, I see her run in with it. I go to get my phone to like take. But a didn't picture you say of. something to her? I said something to her to look at me so I could take her picture, and she just goes, "Oh, it's gone." Don't try to take my bunny from me. It's going in my belly. <laughs> I remember we had all your. For some reason, we had the rescue going on, and all your personal dogs had to go in the. Lounge yard, and, and there was all there was a bunch was of baby a, a bunnies. Baby bunnies, and Peggy was like, "Oh, oh Peggy's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. She is a murderer." Oh, Peggy, I, I had, that was a terrible business. I had a dead hen a few months ago on my driveway that I had. It's the summertime still, and I had picked it up and took it up by the garage door. I need to get a trash bag to bag it up. <clears throat> and I forgot it there. And so then we go off to work the next morning and Peggy runs to that driveway and I, I run, I run over there and she's just ripping that thing to shreds. Terrible business. Oh, Peggy. Peggy didn't she can't hear you. So well, you yell yeah. at her. Yeah. She's yeah. just plucking You had that box of baby chicks in the, in the, in the, over, <laughs> the, over at the ranch one day. And it was, it was, so like a million years ago when we first started the ranch Maris, and you wanted to have it? chickens, you ordered you ordered chicks and they come in the mail like little beep, you know beep 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 beep, beep, beep chicks. Beep, 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 beep. They're all fluffy and cute and it's so like adorable. you know twelve of them. So you're gonna a, raise a them box, up. like in a, a little box. You put a light on them and you know you you raise them until they get big enough where they can go outside, outside and be in the coop. So she's in the grooming room at the ranch. The 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 chicks are in the grooming room. And the, the door to that grooming room, it never shut right. It never would, like, shut all the way right. Still well, doesn't. Maris had a fixation anyway. If she ever had, like, a squeaky toy, she would squeak and squeak and squeak and squeak and squeak and squeak and squeak. You'd have to very, end up taking it yeah, away from she, her. She had a, a very high terrier, terrier yeah. type. Yeah, that's an unbalanced. They, they are ratters. Yeah. She's a ra- they're yeah. ratters. They're ratters. I mean, thousands and thousands of years. That's yes. why, you know. Yes. Yeah. So that, that door didn't catch, and I didn't know it. And she ran into that grooming room, and she... I mean, this container was like this high. And she's a tiny She's like the like same Kitty. size as Kitty. She's little, like Kitty. It didn't stop her. She barreled into there, and then one by one, she just grabbed a chicken, grabbed grab that chicken, grabbed a chicken. It's not like she's them. got one and like she's gonna kill that one and the other ones no, are she, beeping she around. She needs to kill all of them. Grab one chicken. Yeah. Because, because they're, they're going beep, 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 beep. beep, beep, so she's beep, like, beep kill them. Yeah. Kill them. Stop squeaking. By the time I got in there, she had killed all of them, but like three. Terrible seconds. Terrible yeah. business. Here's my here's my here's my little chicks that are you all they're all that, dead. You? You Except terrible. for there's just three of them that are like, oh my god. They didn't suffer. Terrible. She killed them quickly. You wouldn't do that. Unbelievable. Dogs are bad. It was the baby chick holocaust. It was the holocaust. Never forget baby chicks. It was terrible. Terrible sadness. But you know that's that's dogs, man. That's just what they're. Like I that's said, they're thousands, that's what they're thousands and thousands of years of, of that's you know that's why I like a lot of those small terriers. That's why 
you know that they're that they are still popular or that they've it's because we've used them for years and years yeah wes is like yeah you're right like they used to have them on plague ships they used to work on the docks because rats are a big deal jack russell and to have yeah, and to have a dog yeah. like sweeps and irene who would just or maris who'd be like mer mer you're just like bing 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 <laughs> bing clean this up i out mean here. i'm sorry for an hour, all the rats are there dead there is still yeah. no better mousetrap than like sweeps yeah. or a maris seriously i mean it's gross but like that's it's efficient. They're animals. It's highly yeah. efficient. Absolutely. Yeah. As sad as it is, but yeah. it is what it is. Animals, man. And that's why I see people still have barn cats, you know? Because, I'm I mean, Amelia has a couple cat. barn cats, yeah. doesn't she? She does. You know, you got mice out there, and the only cats I'm that are I'm seriously gonna, considering it. The only cats that are going to survive out there are the smart cats. Yeah. Yeah. If and you're that's, not a smart cat, you're not going to survive. And that's what I don't want to deal with. Right. It's like how barn is this cat you know exactly. I, I don't know i don't know anything about cats i don't want anything to do with cats yep. but i i know some people where it's like really successful because i mean we've had like a really big problem in like this last year where we have like thousands and thousands of dollars of damage that's happening to with my cars. truck they ate all the electrical out of my truck it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, they did it to the Ranger. It was like six hundred dollars. They just they did, did it, it to the to the 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 power cord to the pond outside. Yep. Oh yeah, they all of a sudden the, the well, none of the plugs work. So Crispy you know we can't run there, the filters. We can't run the skimmers. You plug it in and it, it have it the electrician come out and he opens the there's there's no opening in this box and he opens it up. Oh no, it's all it's all mice. They've there's got a little like, nest in there and then there's, there's one that's all electrocuted. So they had to go through like a like a lug hole. To, I mean, to, it's unbelievable. What they can get into their bones, and they yeah, Yeah, it's like hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars. We we, we like finished cleaning the pond, and then I was out there. I was like, it's like seven p.m. It starts getting dark, and I knew like the level was like almost there because we're refilling. And I'm 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 I'm, because I want to get those skimmers going, so I'm just out there in the dark, and I I finally plugged it in, and then it was just like flashing light, and I was like, oh no, and then all of a sudden, (laughs) puff of smoke. It just smelled like burning hair. And I was just yep. like, oh, okay. Unplug, switch, close. Uh, this is toast. And, sh- and sure enough, yeah, he showed us the picture where it's just like, there's a little dead, dead mouse little in there. Burned got up electrocuted. Half by skeleton it. mouse in there. Just like, to warm. Well, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars in damages. Yes. That like, so, over and over again. So, yeah, some cats out there murdering mice. Merry Christmas. But like, well, I think that if you want barn cats like that, you have to. There are rescues that deal with feral there cats. Are, and I've also seen that. Um, Belinda. B- what's her name that runs the cat rescue? Belinda. Yeah. Is yeah. it Belinda? She's, no, she's got. Those are in the house. They're pet cats. They're, yeah. She's but got like pet. at the. Not at Collin County, but what is the other one in McKinney? Is it SPCA? SPCA? I always see on theirs, you know, like we've taken in these barn cats if you need a barn cat. You know, yeah. so it's a hmm. cat that's feral. It's not going to be going in the house once in the litter box. So they spay and neuter them. And then they're back. You know, they don't. How do you make them stay at your house or stay in your you barn? You feed them. Okay. You still well, feed you them. Well, like, it's imagine. like Felix. We had Felix. Yeah, but Felix was, a, Felix was not a feral cat. But he was an outside cat. He was cat. just a fantastic hunting cat. Yeah. You know, he... I mean, he wasn't feral in the sense that you could approach him and touch him and pick him up. Oh, yeah, and, he and totally stuff. wanted but you to touch but him. But he, he, killed, he killed everything. But he was really smart. Yeah. I mean, just way smart. And like a super murderer. He yeah. was a super oh murderer. He wouldn't... Uh, there's not going to be any mice around the house. No. And he's yeah. going to murder any bunny that's out there. He's just going to murder. He's just going to murder. He's I a mean, murderer. I mean, oh, no. And there were coyotes, but they, he was smart enough to stay away well, from because them. There's coyotes out there. Because we, when we first moved into our neighborhood, it was a field across the street from big us. So field, it's like... Surrounded by big fields. On two sides. 
it's where there's coyotes, there's mice. Like five acres. And and he, he knew it when it like as soon as it got like my hens, that's just gets to certain darkness, they go get in their coop. Well, he he'd get on the roof. Yeah, yeah. he's looking out Probably for something. Probably if you have one, they go get him or in the shop. Go in there in the shop and have. I don't, so there's there's some cats though. It, we, even 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 like Whitey, but but before we moved, he was pretty much like an outside cat. I remember we found out that he actually would live at kind of a neighbor's house for a little bit too. Whitey was super smart, but when we first started integrating him into our house and like our routine, I remember one night like, well, I think it's like midnight or something like that. I think I just went out on the driveway. For, I wasn't like looking for him or anything. Mm-hmm. I just went out on the driveway, have a smoke, look at my phone. And then, um, once again, big field, and I just remember seeing a coyote here, and then here's a coyote here. I'm like, whoa, there's like two coyotes, like right here. Yeah. And then you just hear like a, meh, and it's Whitey. He's across the street on top of the block fence in between the neighbor's houses, just kind of coming towards me, boop, 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 and then just stops in the street, two or three coyotes just looking at him. He looks back. He just looks at me. What are you going to do? Boop, 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 boop. I mean, fearless. Yeah. Absolutely fearless. I yeah. think it just threw all those coyotes through a loop. But, <laughs> but Whitey, was all, Whitey was also a super murderer. Felix, I remember as a kid looking down at the porch in the morning, yep. Felix so had like yep. two perfectly always... severed bunny, no blood, yep. no yeah. guts. Uh, it was, it was like, bring it, you the heads. It was like a surgical You can't walk cut. out. Yeah. No, I, saw, I saw one. It was, it was like a... It, a baby rabbit, but like less than a year. Like you know, it looked like a rabbit, but it was smaller, and it was cleaved clean in half with no blood. And it's like just Dexter style. For yeah. yeah, he was a murderer. Yeah, it was, yeah. he, he made, it, he made murdering an art. And you know, he like, could come in the house. I mean, we had a yeah. dog door. He could come in the house mm-hmm. anytime he wanted to. He just he's not going to because he just didn't need to. You no, know, he's out there living That's his not best where the life. Fun is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's gonna kill him. He liked bringing he a present. He lived to be like fifteen years old. Yeah. Why they want to bring presents? Though I read that they do that because they they notice that you're not killing anything and they're trying to like help you, like encourage you. To. That's what that, that's that's what I read. Here, this is what you should be spending your time doing. So when when my oldest son was probably four years old, I was at home. My neighbor across the street was home. We're out. Our kids are riding their little tricycles, and they had this big orange tabby, and he was always leaving gifts on the front porch field mice field mice all the time mm-hmm. there's constant field mice well this is the middle of the afternoon and i'm there visiting with my friend and all of a sudden we see their cat coming down the middle of the street towards all the little kids and he's got something in his mouth <laughs> swinging and this thing is still alive oh. all the little oh, kids geez. start screaming Terrible. you know and he is not dropping this thing no. he's, he's on his way home with it and yeah. you know but literally right down the middle of the street I had Felix in my front yard one time, midday like that, and he's got himself a, a baby bunny that's screaming. And I'm so mad because I want to get it from him. Well, he's Good like, luck. You, you're not taking this. Yeah. Sorry. Not in a million years, honey. <laughs> cats. Yeah. Bad boy. But yeah, maybe we need a couple murderer cats. Cause, it like, was not a bad idea. I mean, they could live in the workshop. I, didn't know I, just, I like... just don't want to like... You know, you try it and then that thing just disappears or gets murdered yeah. or something. I didn't know that you could like get a barn cat. There's from... rescues that that's all they do is okay. feral cats. No. I'm sure that's like frowned upon where it's like. No, because that's they what, have that's them what, and they need that's what, for No, it. because they can't find a home for them because they're yeah. feral. They because don't want... they don't want a home. Because right. they're not a kitty cat yeah. in your house. Yeah. And so if your choice is. Basically like a great period. Fix them and let them. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they have to have a place. I need a cat that's going to give me the finger from a phone. Yeah, that's what I want. So they don't yeah. want them reproducing. So they fix them, they tip their ear. And that typically indicates this is a feral cat that's been mm. spayed or neutered. And then they put them back because you don't, you know. You would, you would think providing. if they do spay or neuter them, though, does that not, not affect, like, the hormonal imbalance? Maybe change some of those Felix murders? Was neutered. No. He was neutered from the time yeah. he was three months old. Right. Didn't affect yeah. him. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cats. I don't, I don't know. Cat yeah. science. I just don't know. And maybe people know the answers to this when we're talking about this. And Millie might know because I know she has barn cats. If you have barn cats and you have feral barn cats, do you need to have more than one barn cat? Do they need a little pack? Do they need or a little do you have That's to have a certain amount of mice or something? Or, do, they, do they tag team it? It might, it might just depend on the cat, too. You don't want to get two feral cats and they just decide they fight. to feral each other. Right. Now i got to catch a feral cat and take him to the vet. No. Now i got to go to the barn and stop a cat fight. Uh, right. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen, like, you know, you watch Dr. Cole, they have barn cats and got a whole bunch of them. Well, they probably aren't spayed and neutered on Dr. Pole. Oh, sure. Millie, Millie's are spayed and neutered, so they're not going to reproduce. But they serve a purpose. I can't imagine. And that's why they, they have them. That's why they have trap, neuter, release, TNR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, and they do they do tick off the tips of their ears so I, that you so know you that, that that's what they I've, are. I've also I mean I've I've encountered feral cats on the property before. I've seen a feral cat one time. I've seen it like I've three seen times. One too. A tabby and up I, front. And, and I even I even know where they. This is a long time ago. I, well, there was one I saw like seven or eight months ago. They they shot a picture of one at the sanctuary. That was me. Well, that was you. That it was, was and me. that was a little tabby, yeah, right? Yeah, and I saw it for like a week, and then I didn't see it anymore. Some right. of the neighbors here have cats, though. Have have outside. Well, they're crazy, man. Out, their outside, cats outdoor. Wondering. I just don't. I don't, I, I think but. if I, I I would just imagine. I don't want to be a part of a cat losing its life. Exactly. No, exactly. That's the yeah. point. You have to be educated about it. And... Like I set up your little box and your little thing out the barn, and then a week later you just disappear, or I find you dead somewhere. The barn somewhere. can't even have a litter box. Do they just? They don't need a litter box. I don't know. They're feral. No. Well, see, wouldn't also like the like the pee and the poop that they're wouldn't that just attract coyotes as well? Like not anymore. Wildlife. Yeah. Between the rabbits and the, all the stuff, I used, stuff out I used there. to have a feral cat that, that nested under under the trailer by the barn. This is like a year or two ago, and once again, it was out there for like a week or two. I would watch it, and then I never saw it again. Yeah, it probably moved on. It moved, I don't know. I, I just I just think it got moved murdered. on or it got eaten. I yeah. don't know. You know. And is that just what you? If you have a barn cat, is that just is that par for the course of having a barn cat? Is I it, don't know. Maybe it just dies. I think we should what research it. If you have a barn cat, that's job is to hunt wildlife. That's kind of the nature of the beast. Well, no, what you need to understand, what she's trying to emphasize to you, is that these cats don't want to be a pet. They don't, they don't want... They They'll never They're going to stand at the door inside and scream and scream and scream because yeah. you're torturing right. them. So they're going to live in. outside somewhere because yeah. that's all they want. Yeah. So we can bring them here and offer them a life. But and what are you going to do, lock it up in the shop? No, you don't. No. You don't just, have to lock it. Like it... It, well, it needs a cat door. Or something. Right. You you remember, remember well, it needs cats? it needs a way to get away. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It's you're thinking like a pet. The yeah. cats we had in the house in Upland, like they would. You, you like would, I said, Felix could come in anytime he wanted to. No, we, we would lock them in the garage at night, and they would just get out. Like they'll go into the attic, and they'll find a way out. Of well, your also, house, what so. was really important too, with when it comes to Whitey and Felix, like our terrain was. Once again, they can hop up on the block walls of the neighbor fences. They could hop up on the neighbor's Safe roof. They, yeah, avenues and for so escape. you need to kind of have that for them, right? They need to be able to get up on the roof somewhere, or they need to be able to avoid that type of danger. What I makes think, you think that a cat can't get on the roof of your house? How? 
Dude, it's cat. Felix would split the scale no, the side back, of the back, house. back in our neighborhood, no, they had the fence, and the fence was you so close to the house. that goes right up to your garage. They jump on that horse fencing. They jump on the wood roof. Trim that's plastic. Your house. I mean, the wood is wood different. Trim. We had wooden fences. They would climb those wooden fences. The block walls we had in, the, in our neighbor's house. There's always step ups in the front like I know. this. I think you underestimate so they can, how far they can a cat jump can up. Jump. Yeah, you should watch some cat videos on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, just, so they're I just don't want to get one and then it disappears or I find it out in the woods all murdered. And just well, like... we can't have a cat door that goes into the workshop because then you now now you have an opening for a well, if he's good at his job, an armadillo to come in. There, a raccoon to come oh, in yeah. there, you know, yeah. all of that. Raccoon so, win in a fight with a cat. I but think. you know, you can make like a little Betty on your porch for this cat. I guarantee well, you, it I've won't sleep. I've seen the way they do it. They take coolers and then you take your west, whatever that circular saw thing is that punches a keyhole a saw, saw, a hole yeah. saw, and you do that. Yeah, they'll huh? do that in like a rubber made Tupperware. And a rubber made, and, put, and, put straw and just put in that outside, put straw in it. If they want a place to get in so out of the weather, icy or cold, if it's freezing and they need shelter, that yeah. But that doesn't keep anything, any wildlife from getting in there. Yeah, then the skunk wants it. You're yeah, a but the skunk goes in, in and, and then Whitey's yeah. waiting the in there with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's Snakes. what I mean. Anything that you put place for it, you have to you have to file this this in your head though that this cat is going to encounter the same level of danger at any place it goes yeah, to. Yeah, it's, it's going to live life. in the wild no matter what. See, that's the thing. You're not worried about like the rabbits having a safe place to sleep or the skunks. We got this, rabbits for days, man. I know, but you have to think of the cat as the same way. It's yeah. wildlife. So he's... So he climbs up a tree and sleeps in a tree. Mm. All right. That's what I'm saying. And it better not pee on my stuff either. <laughs> Gotta get a girl one. No, my, those well, cats the, used the, to... The sprain, the sprain of a cat is an unneutered male. Okay. No, those cats that we had, I don't know if it was ours or somebody else's, but they would pee on your aluminum rims on your car. That wasn't our cats. <laughs> well... That's an unneutered male cat. Yeah. That's sprained. The marking. Yeah. You go out there and, and your your nice wheels got cat pee up. Anyway, we'll have to look into barn cats. I'm curious. We have a about lot of. Is it just mice that? They'll kill mice and rats and rabbits. Okay. And snakes. They kill snakes and snakes too. too. We got a lot of that stuff that needs killing. So, some kind of wildlife nature solution sounds like. Let's talk to Millie about it too. Because, like I said, she's got them. Same thing. What are you doing? She I just don't want any flack if that thing disappears. <laughs> Does she have them? They're like her. Like how did how did Millie acquire them? I think she probably gets them from that feral. Place. I didn't ask. So but... she gets them on purpose, and she has them yeah. because they serve a function. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should definitely talk to her about those. Yes. Cat signs. They need to stay. I mean, my Millie's. <laughs> yeah. Millie's there. <laughs> yeah. Y'all need to go visit Millie's property. I mean, it's a yeah, gorgeous got a baby little over there, slice right? of heaven. But she's in the thick of wildlife. Yeah. The thick of wildlife. It, you know, trees and ravines and hills. She's, she's and, the one that had that hawk that came up to her window and was like tapping on the window. Get out of here. Where's your cat? Weird. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, where's yeah, your where cat? Where's your cat? I try to make underestimate cats too. Like cats are survivors. Cats yeah. are killers. The, like in well, nature, well, like a cat I, is I, not I'm, I'm in the wild too. I got a bobcat that... It yeah, but it's not like dumb barrels outside. It doesn't live in my backyard, you know? but it, like it crosses. Weapons. You should see the hog video I shot today too. It's like right. I'm, I'm, I'm teeming with wildlife, so it, it better be a badass her, cat. Her, her it's not it. like yours. Her, you know, with so many trees, like so close. Yeah. Like her property. Honestly, I said, Millie, how in the world do you pay to have all these trees trimmed? 
And it's expensive, it's believe me. So yeah. much. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to do it. <clears throat> but it's almost like when you drive up to her property, you have to drive up at like a really steep hill and you go into it and it doesn't look anything like Texas. Oh, really? I mean, it's just so different. You feel like you're either hmm. in the hill country or you don't feel like you're close. Is she to... in Aubrey? Is she close She's to Aubrey? She's at what they call it crossroads because it's where McKinney meets Louisville meets Little Elm meets Denton and it oh. crosses there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But it's a really unique place. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to her about that. Yeah. Stay tuned, folks. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay We're tuned. We're going to get a. Feral cats at the ranch. A murder cat. Murder cat. We're going to call it murder cat. Because <laughs> yep. that's what I want. I want a cat that's a murderer. A murder Slayer. cats. <laughs> Top of <laughs> <Jane> cat. <laughs> All right, right, y'all. Thanks, guys. Folks.